Something, something, something. Guess who's back? Guess who's back, everybody? It is us. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. No. <laughs> it depends what you mean by funny. <laughs> it was absolute hilarity. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. Guess who's back? Guess who's back in the building? Happy 2024 to you all. Hope you had a really, really safe New Year's and really good holiday. And also, January's over. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. Payday done showed up right on time. The bank, the bank balance is back. You know who it, you know it's, who it's, it is. It's you not really back, though. It's not nah, really you back. It's you know, like, you're already in deficit. You're already in deficit, so so it takes another two months for you to get back online. You know what I mean, like proper. I agree with oh, that one. Gosh. Anyway, anyway, as well, I didn't need to introduce him. Always the pessimist, ever the monotone dragon, and the furniture mover himself. Tommy balls, aka aka Glens. Oh, what? <laughs> I bet you didn't miss that, hey. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't miss that at all. Exactly. I'm now here trying to be a new year, a new year, new man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I faltered in the first month, so what can I say? Didn't it didn't go yeah. very far. Yeah. All those new, all those resolutions just went down the toilet. Anyway. Welcome back, everybody. We are back for the season. Starting off, actually, with the Six Nations. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night, possibly. You know, it's, it's annoying that they start with the best game in the tournament. But anyway, it is what it is. The French are taking on the Irish. Mm-hmm. The Bottlers themselves. The quarterfinal kings. Each other. Is it too soon? Too soon. No, it's not. Too soon. Dude, Eddie done left Australia. Okay, it's not too soon for anything anymore. Okay. Oh my gosh, I actually can't believe they did that. Like, you know, <laughs> ah, you're such a liar, mate. Such a liar. Nah, the, nah, hey, there's, there's a whole um, uh, show around Australia and their challenges that's meant to come out. That's going to be pretty interesting. Do their yeah, challenges include Eddie Jones being a yes. snitchon? He, he is a very big part of it. Okay. But Sonny Bill called it, huh? You got to give Sonny his props, yeah. huh? Sonny Bill called it. Sonny's always up, right, Nah, Sonny knows. Sonny knows what's up. Anyway, so we've got the Six Nations coming up. Uh, Ireland and... Where are they playing? In France? Um, they are playing in, confirming for you just now. Who knows? You know. Yeah, they have in Marseille. Yeah, in Marseille. Ooh, ooh, that's gonna be a tight one. I mean, obviously, the Six Nations is gonna be a poorer place without Dupont uh, playing. But I feel that Luku can fit in it. I think he can do job. But anyway, we'll get into that. We'll get a little bit further into that. Um, what are the other fixtures this weekend? England, England are having a walkover. I don't think so, but anyway, we'll yeah. But Italy, if if the World Cup was anything to go by, Italy are jet. 
They're not jacked. Hey, listen, they were in a very tight group, bro. Yeah. Seriously. But when we look at... Okay, so the other, other fixture is, of course, Wales and Scotland. All right, so tomorrow, Friday, we have France-Ireland at 8. On Saturday mm. at 2.15, we have England and Italy, which is 4.15 mm. if you're plus 2 GMT. And then mm-hmm. two hours after that... Um, Oh, flower school. Wales and Scotland. Yeah, and then and, and then I can guarantee you two hours and twenty minutes after that I'll be fast asleep. Hey Amen. One needs to pour it down. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting game. I mean, I think personally that this is gonna be the worst six nations Wales are gonna have in the past fifteen years. I called it. I said it. They are the going to take the wooden spoon home. Why? Did it? Just they've got they're in a rebuilding phase, but hey, <laughs> there's not much. <laughs> you, you know when you licks and no mortar, no mortar to to, to take. <laughs> and, and you see, Jack Morgan isn't isn't playing. They've got some new dude now, some twenty one year old captain. Ah, but, I'm sorry. Reece Samet is their finisher of note. He's done. He's gone. Well, he's coming. He'll be back. He'll be back. You know, kid is... I mean, if you look at the number of caps he's got, um, you know, I don't blame him for taking the option just to bugger off and then probably come back in two or three years. I think it'll be mm. less, obviously, because I think he's going to realize he doesn't enjoy it as much. You know, it's always great when you get the call-up, but we've seen so many guys uh, fail to actually make it there. That's yeah. true. I think... Yeah. I don't know, man. But Wales it's, are going to have a, big, a tough time, though. You're right, because there's no George North either. It, 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 it's going to be a horrendous campaign for them. Mm. And, and, you know, of all the countries to have the rule... So if you don't play in Wales, <laughs> you don't play for Wales. Well, that seriously, they don't. They cannot afford to do that. They actually can't. But I think most most nations now are going to have to make the call, bro. Now they have to. It, 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 it's counterproductive. It's counterintuitive. I mean, listen, rugby is like any occupation. There's the free movement of labor. You cannot stop. Exactly. You cannot stop people. You can't hold it against them. You know, and now look at it. Mark my words. Um, geez, I should know. I should know this guy's name. Of, uh, he was the chief, the chief center. Oh, uh, what's the uh, Alex playing at Monster? Look at Nankivell now. I guarantee you, Nankivell could probably end up playing for Ireland. Probably. <laughs> There's a good chance. By then, you'll be you'll be twenty what twenty nine. By then, you'll be twenty nine. Play. It's doable, and he's one it's of those players doable. that will always just you know he, he was obviously because New Zealand stocks are stacked. He he was <laughs> unlucky, but he's one of those players that could definitely become bloody brilliant. He was he was in a he was in a Charlie Ngatai before he left New Zealand. He was in that boat where Charlie Ngatai was the was the glue that held the Chiefs backline together. Yeah, and he just got a, a look in for the All Blacks, and then he buzzed off to Leon, you know. But anyway, it is what it is. So, um, 
Let's just bang through this quickly. Um, the, the highlights of the weekend. Actually, let's start with the low lights. Let's go with uh, Scotland and Wales. I think Scotland will win this, and I think they'll win it well. Finn Russell, bar his, his brain fart against um, Springboks. Against uh, against Bristol. No, Bristol. Last oh. weekend. No, we're not. Oh, we're not. What are we looking this year? Yeah, yeah, this year. <laughs> yeah, this year. Let's not talk about it. But by that, he's been in scintillating form. And I actually think he's going to run the cutter for Scotland really, really well. Blair Kinghorn playing well. Um, Redpath playing phenomenally well. And then you've got Huey Pelotu. You know, Hugh Jones in form. Sioli 2 Pelotu in form. Nah, it's a bridge too far. Wales are going to get a pasting here. Yeah. Like, yeah. If they're playing, if, if they're, playing in, they're not playing in Murrayfield, are they? Um, not sure of the locations. I'll pull up those. Go on. Yeah, uh, if they're in Murrayfield, they're gonna get an absolute like walloping. They're gonna get a walloping. If I was, if I was, if I was Warren Gatlin, you know, I'd shore up my pack. I would give Reese Rudder a call and say, "Bro, I know you have played for Ireland. I know you kept in Ireland, but please, please, this is way. Come on, this is your dad country. Come on, do it for us." Because yeah. he's a phenomenal player. The problem again, it comes back down to these calls that are made. You know, you need you need coaches that are brave, right? And if anyone has shown us that bravery pays off, it's it's Rassi, right? Jean Clay, <laughs> an island reject, comes back to win a World Cup, right? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you need to do what the, what you need to do. You can't be arrogant about it. Do what it takes to win. Exactly, exactly. So, and I mean, and I just don't see in Wales, I just don't see any sort of cutting edge or finishing power. I really don't. I mean, look at, look at, just, just, Emmanuel Feuaboso was going to be the big thing if they'd managed to sign him. But, like, unfortunately, man said, I'll play for England. Ish. Who else do they have? Rio Dyer? Rio Dyer is good, don't get me wrong, but... They've got Christ. He's not consistent. They've, they've got Christ to come in there and, and shore it up at the back end, eh? Uh, no, Christ is a, he's a, he's a second row. No, he's a back row. No, he's a back row, yeah. Yeah. He's, just, he's one of those, you know, like how Exeter had just that pack of dudes who are like 195, <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> just, he freaking plays anyway except the front row. So, nah, I give it to Scotland. I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you think, uh, HB? Um, when I look at Scotland, I think from the World Cup stuff, we will skip on that, but they've got a lot of resurgency coming up, right? In the league right now, Ben White's coming back on. He's seeming like he's fully forcing through. Um... Ali Price, you know, they, they, they could take Wales because Wales doesn't have their, as you like to put it, their spine. Their spine is compromised. But yeah. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence with it, man. Wales is still Wales and Scotland is still Scotland, if you know what I mean. But that's the problem. Nice. Wales is still Wales. That's just exactly. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we referring to Gats here? Uh-huh. Gats, Gats is part Gats. of the problem. Gats Put your is part of the motherfucking problem. head back down. 
the one thing you're forgetting here is Wales is still Wales. I mean, we've got Warren Gatland and he plays a good style. Of, they call it Warren Ball. Warren Ball. <laughs> I uh, think one of the things about you know, this evolution of rugby that's going to be very that's very good is that all those old styles of rugby are no longer barely effective. Wales got to where they got to in the World Cup not because of that style of coaching, but because they've got some good players who play in other places and can bring that skill to them. Yeah, but but, but the thing is, right, look, look at it this way. I mean, Warren Ball is boring, and it is, but the Springboks played a, a more refined Warren Ball. You know, Ireland played a more refined sort of game with a lot of little nuances. Warren Ball is not bad if there's detail. Now they're lacking that detail. It, it, yeah. I, I don't think. Of, sorry, yeah, carry on. No, it's it's and it's not it's not to say they're not coached well by Gats, but the reality of it is he doesn't spend enough time with them to put in that detail. So they're lacking the skill level to well and truly execute <clears throat> that detail. So, so it's it's tricky. I I also think yeah. you also do need the right tools, don't you? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think that was one of the biggest problems is that you know, and as much as, um, like you said, it's not very complicated. Um, people are playing a different. It's not. It's not. It's not rocket science that is winning games. It's just having players that can think out the box. Remember, you can only do so much as a coach, right? You lay the foundation. This is what the basics are going to be, and then you, as players, to an extent, get to flesh it out by what you can do or what you see, how you implement what you've been uh well what you've trained to do and then you put your own little bit of spice on it and i just feel like they don't have the players or enough players that can put the spice in there um and it's just been a continuous case that it's been wales for the last let's call it the last no no eight years i'll be lying okay fine six years um some it's 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 a case of injuries and that that did cost them before but when you look at them now in this rebuilding phase, ah, dude, I'm looking at this side and I'm thinking, what the hell? What the hell? Yeah, it's tricky, bro. It's tricky. I mean, Josh Adams. Tell me Josh Adams is not, is not over 30 or 32. Maybe 35. He's your age. He's your age, bro. Yeah, uh, mine. I think he's finished, bro. Yeah. What is he still, what, so why is he still being picked? He needs to let go. I he had a fantastic World Cup. Don't hate. No, he did, Gav. He did. But I think... Those just want to hate, bro. Huh? If no one is hating, okay. but oh, oh, this is the right. discussion okay. Okay. that we had. I lie. I lie. I lie. He's 28. Is he? Okay. So, okay. So, that's... I thought, I, you know, maybe he's been playing that long. Mm. Maybe he's been playing yeah. that long. But I mean, look, uh, yeah, I think when you look at the Scottish side, it's a settled side. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's pretty much the team that played last year and was players played pretty uh, through and through for the last couple of years. Solid, some solid players. They will need to make changes here and there in certain positions. Second row being a, one of the biggest ones, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, it's in this game, Scotland are going to take it. 
big time. They could actually belt these guys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They could them. But Tommy Rafael, though, is, why is he not the same player that he was at, 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 at uh, Leicester a couple of years ago? Because he's not at Leicester anymore. I know, but I mean, he was a good player. Yeah, things happen, man. People go in and out of life. People go in and out of form all the time. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've got a person who I don't think is in very good form these days, but. Yeah. Oh. He Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what should have been the first sign? Eh? What's that? For Itoji. Mm. Technically speaking, do you know there was a time that Itoji was one of the names that was coming up to be the next England captain? Yeah. And now they've gone for Jamie George, guys. Look, I think I think Itoji, that's because there was a lot of uncertainty that whether he was going to sign on Saracens or not. That's the first thing. Second thing, he hasn't exactly been setting the world alight. He had a really good performance in the last round of Champions Cup. Mm, but uh, to get into the round of 16, but he hasn't been in the best of form. And to be honest with you, it's not because he's not a good player or anything like that. I think it's a certain level. It's a fairly high level of frustration. But he's dealing with a lot of frustration. And because his future was uncertain... I, I, I would, so. I would, I would suffice to say, some of the stuff that's happening in in um, English rugby has got a lot to do with the path that Australia took, like in terms of how they're dealing with players and these frustrations you referred to, and was he going to sign in Saracens or not? If you look at, for example, f- um, football, how football is with people have a club, wherever they play in the world. They go home yeah. and they and then they play for their uh, their country. Um, Mo yeah. Salah is yeah. was it the at, at, at the uh, cup African Cup of Nations just now? Liverpool was struggling without him. That's what it is. Everything is mm. good, right? And mm. if you see the development of football and the level of uh, progression that the sport has taken over the years, you find that mm. it has a lot to do with the fact that a player can travel and go and play somewhere else pick up skills and other uh, things and bring them back home. Rugby is still stuck in this forced stay at home, be here, live here situation. And it's, it's, it's strangling players. It doesn't allow them options to grow or options to take care of their families and be free and to do other things. It told you, if, you know, he is stuck here because he wants to play for England. But he could have gone somewhere else and gotten more money and gotten more experience, like plenty yeah, of other people did. But they also pulled the whole salary cap shit on him. If they hadn't done the whole salary cap thing, yeah, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have been so frustrated. And the problem is that unions. Remember, rugby is still very young in terms of its professionalism. Now it's less than thirty years old, so they're still trying to figure this whole thing out. The reality of it is they need to come to terms with it. And it's, it's that transition from amateur ideals to professionalism. And the problem is the amateur ideals are not the local boy amateur ideals. 
it's the public school boy, the private school amateur ideals. Do you know what I mean? You know where I'm coming from here. That's why rugby league went professional way before rugby union, because it was a working class game. And people were like, <coughs> listen, I'm going to get banged up. I'm taking time off work. You've got to compensate me. And that's how rugby league became professional. So all the best players ended up playing rugby league, you know, in the UK before they started playing league in Australia. The yep. problem with rugby is that we're hanging on to amateur ideals, but amateur ideals from a sport that essentially you have classism attached to. You know, a sport that was an upper class sport. Let's let's call a spade a spade here. So the whole thing of it's about the money <laughs> doesn't necessarily it, it's difficult for, for rugby, the traditionalist, to, to strike the balance between money and passion and commitment. You see, and that's therein lies the problem. And they worry about talent drain. Do you realize how many South Africans, even if you look at second and third tier, you're in the top tier, let's not even talk about that. Second, third tier, how many South Africans are playing all over the world? Even Kiwis, the joke in Ireland used to be the biggest asset you can have if you want to play club rugby in Ireland is have a Kiwi accent. You, you know what? You're you're very right. You know when you look at it, we we they they really do need to find a balance, but they need to do it soon because I think the game is actually getting affected in a way, um, and the fans are losing out. Right, we're paying money to see the top players at any given point in time. That's what we're paying money to see. Um, we're not paying money to see the top players that are available in a country only. And it sucks, you know. Um, we shouldn't even be talking about Owen Farrell leaving to go to France and then, oh, wait, we know he was taking a sabbatical. But if he decided to change his mind midway, it, it makes no difference. He's not going to play at all because he's he's made that decision. Um, and then... You know, the, the powers that be keep fighting it. And I know that there's there's a lot of old heads there that feel like you will lose something in the sport. But I think no, we're, we're already losing it. Bro, the problem is that the old heads are the ones that came, again, came from privilege. They don't understand the thing of, like, Malachi Fekitoa, who had 14 people he was looking after. <laughs> 14 siblings or whatever he was looking after. So for him to stay in New Zealand and, and, and say, I'm earning a pittance. Yes, I'm playing the All Blacks. The match fees is great. But realistically, how many matches am I going to play a year? It's the first thing. I'm gone all the time. You know, I'm traveling all the time. You know, I'm taking time away from my loved ones. And this is how much I'm getting paid. But that's a guy who, that's a guy from Tonga. That's a guy from, from that island there. Yeah, you know where there's not an abundance of wealth, but then when you look at the performance of this world and when you look at their backgrounds, hey, welcome, Dada. You know these are people wearing camel skin jackets, smoking jackets, and so on and so forth. You know, crack out the cucumber sandwiches. Hey, jolly good, jolly good sport, isn't it? Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? True. So that's what we. And yes, please, by no means take offense to my accent. It's a caricature. But it's that old adage and that old stereotype that we've tried to shake off. The guy who wears, you know how it is, the stereotype of the England supporter. He wears his England jersey and flips the collar up. 
you know, and where that. Rugby, the old heads come from a, from a, from not a, I don't want to make it sound bad, but they come from that class. <laughs> they come from wealth, traditionally. So for them to understand and comprehend that, like the Fijian guys were told, who I forgot which captain who it was, when his parents bought him a pair of rugby boots, and they spent all their savings, brand new pair of, of boots, and they put him on the, they put the, he sat down on the little table, and they put on, sat down by the table, and they put it on the table, and they're like, these boots are your fork and knife. These boots are how you're going to eat. You watch that PGN, that documentary. Yeah. You know. You watch that documentary and you see. And, and that is the plight of people. That's the reality. And understanding that it truly is a global game. When you have people who come from nothing, using it to build something for themselves. The problem is, we are still struggling as rugby to come to terms with that. There's a bit of a schizophrenia about it. You know. Where we want to say it's an all-inclusive game for all people, but it only is all-inclusive when it tells a story and it sells. Sia Colisi is Sia Colisi, right? He's, he's managed to fight his way up. But how many other players out there are maybe not as good as Sia Colisi, but have dreams to play, but have dreams to play for their national team, but they can't. You know, they, they, they can't because they can't leave the country. So then they have to try and fight and be third or fourth choice and have this almost unsustainable view. It's putting people in a corner, bro. You, you know, there's an interesting thing that's developing that I've, I've recently come across here. A lot of, like, from people from Zim, for example, who moved to the UK in the 20 years ago, 18 years ago, they all have children. Those children play for clubs, be it football, be it rugby. All right? And there's a lot of talent. Those children are now planning on playing maybe for England, for Ireland, for Wales or Scotland. The majority of them will not make it into those teams. Ah, fam. <laughs> right? Fam, let me, let me tell you something. Tell us. And I say this to all you people. I've played in that system. I've, I came up in the toughest system in Europe to make it through and i can guarantee you even back then it was insane i can only imagine what it's like now but even back then for you to even make under 20s the provincial team the the, the pro team for the under 20s bruh you would have you would have that's the best of the best of the best of the best of the best because no one slips through the cracks nobody i remember we had a joke we had a joke with our coach where Guys would wear, would be training in their island kits from under 19. And we were trying to do a strike play. But the timing just wasn't coming out. And the coach was like, I see so many green tracksuits here. <laughs> He's like, I see so many green tracksuits here. But none of you can get the timing right. What kind of rubbish is this? Do we need to find more people? But that's how difficult it was. That if you didn't have that green tracksuit, you knew you weren't going to make the cut. Check now. You hear where I'm coming from? Yeah. So yeah. people go people go that side and they think that it's easy. It's easy. I'm just going to join the club and make it. It ain't easy, brother. It's far from easy. It's probably the hardest thing to do. Right. Now you're going to find that the, 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 something has to give 
because the current system clearly is devolving into some unstructured chaos. But anyway, yeah. we'll see what they do okay. this weekend. It's a philosophical discussion for another day. I mean, you know, imagine like New Zealand were allowed to put people who played outside of New Zealand. <laughs> How many New Zealand players aren't in the country this year? How different could it have been? How different? But not even just last. For the past five, six, seven, eight, nine years, it would have been a different story. Well, the, the country with the, the country with the highest number of rugby players, the one that should really be saying we don't need this, is the exactly. one that has set has set the tone for everyone to realize that guys, <laughs> let's, not waste, let's let's be real about this. We need our best players, and it's working. It's working. Yeah, it's working. It's working. And people act like it's rocket science, but it's not. Literally, look at how you've got. The five South African teams playing in the most intense club competition in the world at the moment. Look at them. And they're getting game time. They're figuring out how the Europeans play. Every game is like a final. You tell me that money that money Lubok hasn't gotten better just from this season alone of Champions Cup. Have you seen his kicking game? Did you did you you see see his kicking game? Did you see the clutch conversion he got? In, 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 the, in, in that stadium in, in, in Cape Town against against La Rochelle to win the game. Did you see that? Bang. <laughs> Bruh. Bang. Dude. The only thing but that anyway. worries me is their best players a 38-year-old. Who's their best player? Dion Furi. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, there's plenty more. There's plenty more coming up. Yeah, I think they they can they 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 they're happy right now. So Africa and rugby is in a good place. I don't think the Springboks will be as good this year. I think they're gonna they're gonna cop a few, but they're in a good place right now, or better than Australia. I mean, anyway. So let's talk about quickly talk about um, England and Italy. You know. Um, I thought Marcus Smith would be opening at 10. And I thought, okay, that would make things better. But we're going to see some problems. There's going to be some serious teething problems with this first game. And they are lucky. England are lucky. I emphasize this with aggression. Okay? They are lucky that they're getting Italy <laughs> first. They are lucky. Otherwise, they would have been embarrassed. Wow. They would have been embarrassed. By any other team in this in this um, series, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They are lucky. Hey, 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 man. They, they get to they look. get to take a a, a a run with a team that is not as aggressive, strong, or quick to adapt as the other five teams, the other four teams in this series. And for that, they are lucky because if they've been any other team, demolished, abused, violated. I think, I, do you know what? I think England made some poor selections. There is no fucking way that Zach Mercer should not be in that team. There is no way that Alfie Barbieri should not be in that squad. You've got arguably the best number. Did you see 
what that dude did to um to Dan Dupree at the weekend last weekend. But Dan is seeing fire though, bro. He is having a bad day. My way, he got hit so hard, and then the ball got stolen off him, and the dude then got stretched off. I was like, oh, yes. So, no, England have a problem. England have a problem with their selection, with with their selection policy, with just their selections in, in general. I think they're also a team that needs to start letting go of the old guard. I'm actually happy Marcus Smith isn't playing because. For a developmental year, we need to. This Finn Smith kid from Northampton is good, eh? He's he's proper. So let's see what he's got under fire. I I I, I don't think England will beat Italy. I just think Italy have. They're still on a, on an upward trajectory. Yes, they did poorly at the World Cup, but let's be aware of who was in their group. Yeah, I know, you but know. I mean. <sighs> no, 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 guys. That French who's, team. Got, who's who's uh, the coach uh, now? Who's the Italian coach now? It's um ah, oh, it's the the Argentine dude. Ah, uh, oh man. Oh, the name escapes me. But he, he's from Argentina. Bloody good coach. Is it? Bloody good. Yeah, bloody good coach. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's he's had experience Look, in France. That that Italian side. To be honest, okay, they've got a lot of young players that were now, you know, they, they you can see that their age group rugby is starting to to really show up, right? And you've got young players that are coming through the system. And I think they're just in that space where they're not enough of them at the moment to, to, to crack, you know, to crack that, that barrier. Is that on for them to be effective against a team or for them to what? No enough I don't know, man. What? I don't know. I don't know if I agree. Like for them to, you know, like you need a a good number of half decent players, right? Yeah. For this whole thing to come together. Okay. And I just feel like some of their players are just not, they're not there. Okay. You know? I think you're right. I mean, if you had, if you had, for example, in that back three, if you had two Capuzos as opposed to uh, just the one, you, you get what I'm saying? That's what I'm basically trying to say, you know? Or you've got... Nah, nah, nah. Um, I disagree. No, no, hold on. Look, it's sad, like, can make it work, bro. No, no, he can. Get me right, get me right. I'm saying, if you get two of those in every position... Right, players that are at that at the level that he is playing at at the moment. Even you know when you look at guys like Gabisi, Gabisi is enormous. Yep. Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold on, I disagree. You tell me, Dino Lamb. Dino Lamb? No. He's playing at a very good level at the moment. Which team? He plays for Harlequins. He's a lock. He's a flanker. Lock. Well, he's a six, but he also moonlights at lock. But who are they playing? England. Dude, they, de- they demolished. They demolished Ulster. No, no, no. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying who are they? Play- who who was being played in that position? What at six? Yes. No, because Dino Lamb moonlights as a lock, though. He's a lock that can play six. He's a utility forward. Yeah. But Negri, Negri didn't do a bad job. 
Niji was fine. His ball carrying was phenomenal. Yeah, but he's, he's done. He's done the. He's played the traditional six role. And let's not forget the two, the, the brothers. There's the eight and the seven, and um, not the seven. There's the eight and the lock as well. Good players. Then they've got Lamaro. Good player. No, they've got a young pack. Get me right. When I'm not, I'm not saying they're shit players. I'm just saying you need to get a good group that are all together. All playing, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get to that stage. The average age of their team at the World Cup is like 23. 23? They were you were. <laughs> they were little, they were babies. Yeah, I guess so. We'll, we'll give them the, the, the... They we'll were babies. By the way, Minocello's back as well, so that might be useful. And so is Monty. Huh? What 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 Italy need is they need oh yeah and by the way Paolo Dog not a bad player either actually but what they need is a blockbuster they need a, a midfield battering man that's what they gain but he, missing that's they what midfield nah but they need someone bigger I mean man, man, no 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 I'm talking a Bandiaki type player because. They need balance. They need a blockbusting twelve, right? Proper yeah. like proper just game line machine. And they need they need a thirteen who runs slightly better who runs better angles. If they fix their midfield balance, then I think they I think they they've got some real stability. I mean, taking nothing away from Anna Brett and Tommy Allen and even Garbisi when he, when he, Winnie um, cameos in the midfield. I just think they need to, a solid midfield partnership that actually has time in the saddle together. Once and, they and to develop there and then uh... exactly once they solve that puzzle, that sorts out their defense and that sorts out edge in their attack. So they're not always looking to attack out on the edges with with um, with Capuzzo and have him run a line attacking inside line but they've got actual threats in the front line and then it takes attention away from Caporto and also from from Ioane and and like I said taking nothing away from the likes of Brex and so on but realistically they're not going to stop they're not going to make a defender hold his line like a Dierlinder or like a Lucano Amor you know where you're scared to give him the outside because you know that guy's got pace for days you know, and and he's got good line running and defensively he's solid. So they need to fix their midfield, and I think they've got some problems at nine. They've got some problems at nine. They need a nine who can play a Dupont esque role to be to take to take the pressure and the attention away from Gabisi. Because the problem with Gabisi is he's been thrown in that he's now the superstar, the poster boy, but everybody knows him. He doesn't have a nine who, who can take some of the pressure off him in terms of the kicking game, the accuracy and the box kicking. Isn't it his younger brother that's starting this week? Ah, there you go. Maybe his, his younger brother will step up. He's yeah. showing some good signs. Who knows? But it could be, you know, that backyard rugby kind of stuff, you know. The younger anyway. brother, is that Paolo? Uh, I'll... No. Paolo Gabisi. That's the older one. No, oh, yeah. So Paolo is the older one, Alessandro. Okay. But anyway, I am tipping 
I'm tipping Gabisi. I'm tipping Italy for the win. <laughs> I say real? Italy by yeah. I say Italy by four. Ooh. Wow! 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 Big calls, eh? Beginning of the year. <laughs> Don't take the points. Go for the line. Yes, sir. I, I, think, I, I think England will still take it. It may not be a big score, but England will still take it. I want Italy to win, but I feel like England will take a hard-fought battle. I smell no, all okay. around. Obviously, my heart wants Italy to win because I, I'm yep. not really a fan of the English. But you know. I think it would be it would be. Has Italy ever won a Six Nations game? Uh, they beat Wales last year. <laughs> Warren Gatlin, put your anyway. I think it's right. It, 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 they should beat can England. We, it would can be we good. move on to the main event, please? No. Yes. Can you can you just Thank leave you. the French alone? You're out here just riding the French all the time. Relax. I'm not riding the French, but they set the standard, man. Oh they set the standard at the moment. Jeez. They are. What do you want me to say? They are at every the, okay. year. Not every year. Maybe they just you, do it. They just sit. Okay, right. You tell me right now. Okay, you tell me where Ireland has the upper hand on the French. They don't, but I'm not writing the French all the way to the to the line in the way. I'm just I'm just giving credit <laughs> with <laughs> just saying, What's wrong with you? Uh, look, the one thing I'll tell you is that <laughs> it's going to be a cracker of a game because you got two sides that are trying to prove that you know. It was just a hiccup last year. Um, <laughs> there was Grand Slam, There was a heist last year. There was a heist. You know, even if, regardless of the outcome of that World Cup final, it was a heist in the in the quarters. That's the honest truth, guys. <laughs> there were two major heists that were that were carried out. You know those cash-in-transit cash things that are happening in South Africa? That's what the All Blacks and the Springboks did. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth. Uh, so so you got, you've got two teams who are quite um, eager just to you know, get up and, and, and show that they deserved to have made it. It was just a hiccup. But I do believe, I do believe honestly, that the French will probably take it. Um, you know, when you look at the makeup of their squad, when you look at, uh, it's not like England, an island or shit, sorry, but um, I just, you know, seeing how these guys were playing last year, even beyond, uh, before last year, it, it's hard to believe that they're going to come this year and suddenly be this useless side that uh, will not continue on that upward trajectory. It did not work out for them, but I do believe they still got some class players. Those forwards of theirs are unbeatable, dude. Those guys are strong, and once they get going to stop them, it yeah, takes a hell of an effort. Their backline. Why? Why are we acting like we haven't been watching the Champions Cup? Why are we acting like we haven't? Hmm? <sighs> because we, we we depend on you to bring the balance. We can lean. On the other team, you can bring the the force for the fringes. You can just balance it out. Cause ah, after watching okay. all the talent that's been bouncing around, then the games have been playing. Something has happened. This like after the World Cup, the level of French rugby is 
I don't know how to say it's improved. It's better than it was before. And how? Did you watch? Did you watch to lose? Absolutely dismantle Ulster. Yeah. <laughs> like they picked them apart. They La Rochelle. What they did once they got once they got the remember because there were some guys who were who were arrested. Um, straight after the World Cup, when they got their starting team back, my God, <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> that pack. The size. I mean, even if you look at who is not in form in that French in that French team, dude, it's nah. We'd be look, lying. Okay, lying to each other. Cyril Cyril Bay on four, Peato Malvaca hey, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uni Antonio on four. Who are the locks again? I forgot Willemsa. the locks. Willemsa and that dude from from Claremont on yeah. form. Funny enough, they're benching Woki, eh? Yeah, but Woki will come on and do job. You know yeah. you're distressed. And then you've got you've got um, Aldrit. Need we say more? I, it's just hard to see it. I, I don't want to lie to you. It's, you'd be would be. Uh, France are just looking solid. I, I feel Dude, like I. Yeah, me, me, I also feel like Ireland. The, the the team has not changed that much, but I don't know. I just don't believe they've got what nah. it takes to take on this particular. Nah, it's, you, you it's know changed, what? bro. Nah, it's changed, guys. You, you know the Johnny Sexton. The exact 